0: Good evening. And uh, just want to start by saying hello again. And um, I know it's been a while since we have been together. And I'm going to give everyone a minute to get on here tonight since we are running a little off-schedule. But it has been... It has been... It has been over a week since we have been together here on the nightly devotion. And uh, I want to thank you for, um, I guess, being patient Uh, being understanding. Uh, Life is crazy, it seems. And uh, uh, I've always um, tried to prepare for these nightly devotions. And many times I've thought, well, I'll just throw something together at the last minute or or I'll just jump on there and kind of wing it. But I just really take these seriously. And I just don't feel like that honors God. I feel that uh, puts me in a position where I might teach you something that is not right according to the Word of God. And so uh, there are times when I just feel like I have to step away. Um, a few times we were still at church and revival had just ended and and I've always not wanted to rush away from meeting and greeting people um, because you never know what kind of pain or situations people are going through Um, had a lot of uh, it seems like end-of-life situations here with different church members and families where their loved ones are in need of that uh, extra touch just at these difficult times and and then we've just been in some homes doing some visiting and things like that and so um, sometimes there's not good internet service at different homes or places that we're at, and so it just kind of builds up. But um, tonight I want to talk to you um, from Job, the second chapter. And I think this is probably one of the most challenging uh, devotion I've ever done. Um, and I think it's the biggest struggle for us tonight. Because last time we were together, we started the first chapter of Job. And we looked at how Job lost his wealth. We looked at how Job lost his servants. We looked at how Job lost his children. And you say, Jake, how could it get any worse than that? And I don't think that it can get any worse than that. But we know that God gave Satan permission. God didn't cause it. I want to be very clear of that. But God allowed Satan to test Job. And I think that any time we teach about Job, all of our minds either go to, God, what are you trying to teach me through this test? Or people get very bitter. Well, God, why would you let this happen to me? God, why would you allow this to come into my life? I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. And so I always try to be very careful when I teach through Job to to be very careful because sometimes our emotions go back and forth between God, what are you trying to teach me? And then other days of God, why? And God is big enough to handle both of those. But tonight we see that Satan is once again asking for something. And so in Job chapter 2 verse 1, Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, Where do you come from? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man? one who fears God and shuns evil. And still he holds fast to his integrity, although you incite me against him to destroy him without cause. So Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, yes, all that a man has, he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, but spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the soil of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took for himself a potsherd with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of ashes. Then his wife said to him, Why do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. You say, wow. Not only had Job lost everything, he has now had his health attacked. But I want you to see something. For us... The greatest focus is on the physical, on the boils, on the pain, on the suffering. But if you just take a moment with me, God was telling Satan something that God already knew. He said, have you considered Job? He is a man of integrity. He is a man who loves me. He is a man who is blameless. And you say, Jake, what does that have to do anything? Because God knew Job's heart. And God knew that Job loved him not because of what he got from God, not because what he could earn from God. You see, Job loved God because he is the blesser, not because of the blessings that he had received. And I think this is something that most people don't want to hear. And tonight I'm just going to tell you what I think is true, whether you like me or not. But many times people think they are saved. They think they love God. They think they love Him for Him. But what they really love is the blessings and the idea of God. They love a God who will protect them, provide for them. A God that will bless them in finances or health. But really, those things are important. God protecting my life is important. God protecting my health is important. God providing for my financial needs is important. But really, in the grand scheme of things, my health is going to fail my needs are going to be met. But what I really need, more than anything, is a personal relationship with Jesus. And friends, I can have a personal relationship with Jesus whether or not I am poor or whether I am rich. I can have a personal relationship with Jesus whether I am healthy or I am sick. I I can have a personal relationship with Jesus, whether I pastor the largest church in the world or I have a church of two. You see, because why? What we think we need and what we really need are two different things. You see, what I think I need really isn't as significant as the fact that I needed a Savior. I needed a Savior who would come to this earth and die on the cross for me and to be buried and to rise again and now sits at the right hand of the Father because, friends, you and I were on our way to hell, but Jesus died to forgive us. And so, yes, I hope and pray that if the Lord leaves me here, that my wife and I can celebrate many, many years together. That's what I hope, but what I really need to know is whether or not she and I both know the Lord. That way, when we leave this earth, we will be with Him forever. I hope that I'm able to see my grandchildren and even great-grandchildren. And with as many kids as I have, that could be an astronomical number. (laughs) But what I really want is to see and make a difference in their life and to be used by God so that they are saved. And they go to heaven. And then I spend eternity with them. And so what God is doing here in Job's life is He is using him to make a difference in his wife's life, in his friend's lives, in all the people who see him and who have read the book of Job see that what real faith looks like is in this man. And so tonight, I prayer for you is that God will give you peace in the difficulties that you're going through, but that he will help you to turn your focus on him and what really matters. And even if it's not always what is most important to us, that we know that God has what is most important in our forefront. As always, thank you so much for watching. Again, thank you for bearing with me over these last few weeks and the ups and downs and busyness of life. And I'm praying that we can really bear down now and walk through this book together. As always, if I can pray for you, if I can help you, if I can uh, do anything at all, ask questions, answer questions, whatever I can do to help you in your walk with God, please don't hesitate to let me know. And so as always, God bless you, and I pray that the Lord will do great and mighty things in your life.